welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey, uh, coming at you today on this beautiful Friday to uh, talk to uh, a wonderful singer-songwriter. Um, she's part of, uh, she's been uh, uh, on a couple tracks with a number of uh, acclaimed Milwaukee artists, including Twan Mack and Valerie Lightheart. Uh, I'm excited to hear about what she's been working on, what her passions and artistry, and why she does what she does. Solana, thank you for joining me today. Hi, thank you for having hey. me. Oh my God, no problem. I've been so excited to talk to you. Yay, me too. I've, I've seen, I've actually seen, oh my gosh. So I was moving from one house to the other in Atlanta. And um, I was just playing like your your interviews because they're like longer, right? And I was actually watching. I started watching the one with Scott Anders. Hi, Scotty. Scott, and, you know and, Scott. Oh, I, we went to school together. <laughs> that's that's my guy. I love Scott. He's so funny. He's great. He's great. He he taught me a lot. You know, y'all both taught me a lot in that in the interview so i i was just playing like one after the other i watched a bunch of, of your videos so oh well i appreciate that thank you so much yes um yeah it, it was great having tuan on the show because i barely had to talk he just took it away <laughs> you know tuan tuan he was good um, that's my guy that's my bro yeah that is my brother for sure he uh, every time i walk past his house he's like always outside like getting something out of his car or something and it's just always like uh it's like a, a ray of sunshine every time i see him because he's just always so like enthusiastic and uh -huh. um i appreciate how much like he acknowledges others um uh -huh. and uh he's obviously been in the game for a very long time and i have utmost respect for him but solana uh tell me for one how's your day going Oh, my day. Okay, so I'm in quarantine right now. Um, so I'm in Milwaukee right now. And I'm spending my first like two weeks quarantining with my girlfriend. Because awesome. after these two weeks, I'm going to spend two weeks with my family. Um, so and they have, you know, they live with my grandma and all that stuff. So uh, the arrangement was if you quarantine for two weeks, then you can come home and we can cook you food. And um you know just be around you so I was like okay that's a bet um so that's what I'm doing I'm in week two of quarantine um with my girlfriend so awesome I mean not much man like just just it's a good day it's beautiful outside I'm with my girl oh, yeah. I'm here can't ask for anything better so shout out to the girl yeah hey kitty hey baby hey, hey baby <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so you uh you made uh the you clarified uh before we started recording that you still reside in atlanta um you're just here visiting essentially yeah i come back and forth i'd say i come every two months or so um yeah, just because there's a lot. I mean, I have my family, my girlfriend, but I also have projects. Like when I was in Atlanta, we released um, we released Love and Money when I was in Atlanta. So mm -hmm. I ha I came here a few times to work on that record with Valerie. Hey, Val. Um, oh, yeah. Real quick, real quick. Shout out to Valerie. The shirt ooh. did come this week. So Nice. Get your merch. Get your merch. 
have to. Have to. Um, yeah. So yeah, I and Tuan, you know, we always working on something with Tuan. So um, so yeah, I'm coming back and forth all the time. Yeah. Milwaukee can't get rid of me that easily. Okay. Man, you can't you can never take the Milwaukee out of you, no matter how how far you are. And that's what we emphasize at Breaking and Entering, too. It's like, once you're a Milwaukee artist, you're always one. And that's why we'll cover you no matter where you are. We support all Milwaukee-bred artists. Absolutely. And um, that's why, I I mean, I've been really excited to hear more from you and your own artistry. Um, Obviously, I've heard the songs you've done with those folks. But... um, yeah, so that being said, what we talk about on Mr. Nice Guy, we talk love and fear, passion, and creativity. And, um, yeah, I, I think, actually, um, I think the first time I heard about you was um, through Tuan, uh, when he was on the show about a year ago, around this time. Um, he talked about how y'all had been uh, collaborating and you had made a couple joints together. Um, and then I saw um, you were... I think I had reached out because I wanted to like get to know you because like I Tuan just like gassed you up so much that <laughs> I was I was stoked to like actually get to know you. Yeah. So for one, uh, Solana, are you originally like born and raised in Milwaukee? No, um, I'm not. I was born in Idaho, hmm. but when I was like one, we moved to my mom's hometown in Uruguay. Uh, so I spent most, I, I was there from age one to 15. And then when I was 15, we moved to Texas. Well, I moved to Texas. My parents were in the world, just figuring stuff out. Like immigration is a whole process, especially when you bring your whole family, um, and all the things and you got to sell houses. So they were figuring that out. And I lived in Texas, and then in December of 2011, I moved to Milwaukee. And that was my sophomore year of high school. So, yeah, I've been in Milwaukee from then until literally a year ago. Sure, I see. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't know much about the, uh, the climate in Uruguay. Um, does it, it does it get really cold down there or is it hot most of the time it's um it doesn't snow but it, it um we have four seasons but it doesn't snow so it's right. it gets like cold to like i would say 40s 30s with climate change but it's 40s um is a comfortable winter and then hot it gets kind of hot it gets to like the hundreds oh sure sure okay. um yeah, because I know it's closer to the equator and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that must mean that Milwaukee is like the most winter. Oh, my gosh. No, listen, listen. This shit is crazy because it, I've been here, like, I've been in the States nine years. I would say like eight years, seven and a half years. Or I guess like, yeah, more like seven years in Milwaukee. And I still am not used to the cold. Like, I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm ever going to be used to the cold. And and that was actually a a huge part of, you know, moving to a a hotter climate in Atlanta because, you know, I had been contemplating moving for a while just because that's just kind of what my family does. We're just kind of nomads. 
And so um, I was like looking and I was actually thinking about moving to Toronto. Mm. And cause you know, I'm, I'm an actress too. I do theater and Toronto has a lot of like new plays and et cetera. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna move to Toronto. I even like went to the embassy. Like I started my paperwork and then it was, it was like January, maybe like three years ago when I was like contemplating this. And I was living in a little studio by Brady Street and my heat broke. Just oh, that's no the, more heat. Oh God, that's in the, the middle worst, of the The worst fucking thing ever. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So it was a whole dramatic day. And at that point I had to go to work. So I'm like crying because I'm so cold. And I'm like walking to the bus stop and my tears and my snot are freezing. And I'm like, and I, I'm just like, I just start laughing. I'm just laughing because I'm like, this is ridiculous. So I'm like, you know what? If I'm going to be alone in a new place, I'd rather be hot and alone, not cold and alone. So, um, so that's, you know, I can't do the cold, but um, yeah, I love Milwaukee though. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, I totally sympathize with that. That does sound like torture, real torture. Um, I'm from the Chicago area. So like I grew up with bitter cold Januaries and Mm -hmm. really way, way too long marches type shit where it's, bless you. God, it's the worst ever. Um, snowing in April, you know, like that was just, that was the norm. But I want, I, I love Milwaukee too much. Like I have no reason to leave. Like I will bear the winters, you know, if it means that I can reside here and flourish here and whatnot. But ultimately, I'll want to go to a, a, a warmer climate too. I hate the winter. I, I agree with you. Like, I'd much rather be hot than cold. Like hot, at least you can like, you know, I love a good AC, you know, like I okay. thrive with that AC. Okay. And, and also it's just like, yeah, it's uncomfortable, but it's mm-hmm. not like, as long as you put like sunscreen on, I mean, me, me, me I got to put a lot of sunscreen on because okay. I'm like Irish Norwegian shit. So <laughs> I burn right. real, real easy, but the cold is actually like painful. It like, hurts in the soul. Yes. And it and it's depressing. It's just, it is, it is so desolate and empty, you know? Um, <laughs> I like uh, going outside. Everything's just like, you know, gleaming with life and shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, like right now, you know, it's chilly, but it's not like, it's not a slap in the face, you know? So you can be outside, it's sunny, they're still green. I'm with that. I like that. Yeah. I am in fact with that as well. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, um, yeah, like I love the summers here, no doubt. Oh yeah, summers in Milwaukee are just a special thing, I swear. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Um, so that being said, so you mentioned, um, so you, you, you uh, had been here since 2011. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to hear a little bit about sort of your background in your creative endeavors and when you started singing, when you started acting. I, I know you studied uh, musical theater at one point, yes? Yep, um, um, UWM, UW-Milwaukee awesome. was good. hell yeah. Um, yeah, I've, I've been writing songs for, I mean, I think my first song that I wrote was around the time I was 12. 
and um and and yeah ever since then i've been writing songs but it, it, it was always something that i kind of kept uh private i mean my parents knew because i was always singing in the house and stuff mm -hmm. like that and but that's about it I, I i actually didn't share that with anybody until around high school um for acting i um I started when I was 15 and it was right about the time that I was going to move to the States. Sure. And the way that it works uh, in Uruguay is that school starts in March and it ends around December. So with like the, the switch from Uruguayan school to American school, I had like a pretty much a semester where I could do whatever the fuck I wanted, um, according to my parents, as long as I was learning something. So, um, I found this kind of like um, this school of theater. It was just like this theater school. And I just went there for a semester. And that's when I like fell in love with theater and acting and there was dancing. And so those that semester right before moving to the States um, is kind of when I started um, acting and learning how to act. And then, um, yeah, I, 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 throughout the years, I continuously made music and music and music. And when it came time to go to college, for some reason, I was like, you know what, even though I do want to make music, let me pick a, a major that is serious, a serious major. And for some reason, I thought that a serious major was musical theater, like something that was going to be way more secure than, you know, making music, um, which looking back, I'm like, okay um anyway so um the first time that i really shared my own music was uh platonic which was a a, a musical that i wrote in college mm. um that had obviously had all my music in it and that was the first time that i really but i i wasn't in it so i was just directing it sure i wasn't singing my own songs or anything like that and then um i started after I graduated college, I, I was working in in acting in theater, um, but I met Tuan at Bel Air. I was working at Bel Air, and I met Tuan there, and he was just super inspiring. Honestly, he was just, um, you know, he's a stand-up guy. Okay, very, yeah, he's he, very, he is very like, like I love like, just he just radiates so much like ambition and. Yes optimism and uh, i i love his vision very much he, like he does give off that vibe heavy mm -hmm. and he, it's the grind for me it's like it's just like he, he he just goes for what he wants and i was very inspired by that so we became really really good friends um for about a year and at this point he had no idea that i made music so for a whole year we were friends and i was like oh my gosh like should I even like bring it up? I don't want him to think that, you know, I'm using him or whatever. Like I genuinely like this person. He's my friend. He's my buddy. And then, yeah, one, one day, pretty much a year after knowing each other, I was like, yo, listen, you can say no, but do you want to help me figure out how to put this into, you know, a computer and like just actually do the thing? He's like, oh my gosh, why haven't you told me, et cetera. I'm like, oh. Um, so yeah, that's kind of, and that was the, that summer we wrote Rewind. Um, it was uh, the first song that we wrote together. 
and after that we just we have a lot of songs that we haven't even released yet so oh, Oh, uh, that's okay. kind of how it began with me recording my own music um, and starting that process. Oh, awesome. Um, thank you for sharing all that. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I saw, yeah, Rewind has uh, circulated a lot on uh, streaming services, um, mm -hmm. so, so, which is very exciting, of course. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, y'all also released Sweat together. Tell me about that one. Sweat, oh my gosh. We wanted to create a song that was like just a feel good song, like a dancing song, shake your ass song. So we, yeah, we did Sweat. Um, it, it was just fun. I mean, like we had, we had a music video that I wish, I wish we, we, um, we could have finished, but oh my gosh, we, we had so many amazing Milwaukee legends in it and um maybe one day we'll, we'll release it um just like <laughs> technical difficulties but um oh my goodness that 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 whole experience was so much fun uh, we love releasing sweat it was the first song that i had ever released so it felt really good um to be able to do that with him yeah and um yeah man it's a fun song it's something for the girls, for the guys, for the summertime, oh, yeah. you know. Right. Um, yeah. Whatever. Just, just a fun, just a fun song. It's a song to uh, lean into your best life for, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. Even when yeah. things are not like great, you know what? I'm gonna just go ahead and shake my ass. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's therapeutic. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, that should. That's it, especially right now in this very dark hellscape of a year. Oh my goodness! Uh, most crucial. Still, uh, find uh, excuses to shake your booty. You know? Of course. Oh my goodness! Like literally, um, here in quarantine, we dance all the time. We were dancing yesterday. We we're having a dance party too. Um, man, just dance. Oh, yeah, I feel for like real. I feel like people don't dance enough here in the states in general. This is our PSA, folks. If y'all want to feel better about yourselves, if y'all want to feel good, just go and dance anywhere. Just put on oh, your favorite song and just dance. Dude, hell yeah. Listen, I live by myself now. Um, I'm, I, I live alone now, but all I need is this handy thing. Uh, <laughs> I'll be having a, a total... Um, just I will totally be in my own element dancing around and like wearing no pants, you know, oh, like, yeah. You, yeah, like I feel myself all the time by myself. Like you're absolutely right. I mean, dancing is, you know, it's, it carries so much significance of like feeling good in your own skin and mm -hmm. you know, it, it gets the endorphins flowing through like everywhere through you. So yes okay. it's a good exercise like i hate exercising i'm just not good at it but i can burn see i can burn so many calories dancing i'm sweating you know um it's 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 good it gets your heart rate going um it it also is really good for like stretching and stuff because yeah. you know we're very right now we're very stationed in quarantine and stuff yeah. like that so it's really good for many reasons. Yeah, almost definitely, yes. Um, <laughs> love that. So, yeah, so what else do y'all have in the chamber? You said uh, that 
you and him have been, you've worked on a lot of songs together. Mm -hmm. We do. We have um, a good number of songs that are part of a bigger project. Um, we have a video coming, hopefully soon. Um, just a lot of great things, you know, just expect really great things. We sure will. Um, we love to see it. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, so uh, beyond him, uh, how would, uh, yeah, tell me how, you know, um, your music career and stuff would continue to flirt. Because how did you get in touch with uh, Valerie and whatnot? Valerie, I think we just did a, so Milwaukee has a great, for those who don't know, Milwaukee has a great um, community of photographers and models and just fashion creatives. And I kind of got into that scene a few summers ago um, and Valerie is actively in that community. So we kind of connected through there. And honestly, like, I think I was in Atlanta at this point. Yeah. And we were just, we were just sharing love. You know, I'll be commenting on her story. She'd be commenting on my story. Like, hey, you cute, love you. <laughs> Say hello yeah. to everybody, whatever. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, so, oh, I had posted something about Matriarch, which is, um, we can talk about that later. Matriarch is a nonprofit that I have um, that is all about like women and femme people who do music. So we're, I think we were just talking about that or whatever. And the idea of like collaborating on a song came up and she's like, actually I have this song. Um, if you want to like listen to it and see if you want to write something to it. And I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that that same night I wrote my verse to it and I sent it to her. I was like, here you go. And, um, and then I flew in, we recorded it. Then I flew back in to do the video and the rest is herstory. Herstory. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. And that's a really, um, like thematically, um, the song and the video like touch so like elegantly about on those themes of like femininity and like you know the the various manifestations that can mean like and how personal it is and mm -hmm. um y'all accomplished that like so well and so like in such a vibrant way uh with all the elaborate costumes and stuff on the on that video that was a really fun video for sure oh my gosh it was so fun to shoot we were at this theater on Oakland. Um, Miramar? At the Miramar. Miramar. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Shout out to them. Um, and yeah, we were just having fun, man. Like just dancing and just playing around with cotton balls and just a bunch of craziness. We came up with like, we did a lot of things that weren't, didn't make it in the cut were just ridiculous. I was like throwing my shoes and just like, <laughs> throwing a fit I, just craziness so it was a lot of fun oh yeah shout out to melee mcqueen also oh my gosh hey baby <laughs> yeah yes yeah that um we alan and i really loved that video uh a lot so um yeah once again uh that was some really good shit so um yeah i guess uh that being all said like uh um, what are you working on right now? Are you, are you writing some of your own like uh, solo stuff? 
Yes, I am. Hell yeah. So I actually, right when uh, COVID hit, I was supposed to release a song, my first single, Palante, which is still going to come out. I just need to find the right time to do that. Um, so that was going to come out. Didn't. It's all good. Right now I'm working on a project, my first like solo project. Um, and I, I'm very excited about it. I'm working with all women um, and femmes, which is like super dope. Um, producers, engineers, um, fellow, you know, artists. So that part is really dope. Mm. Um, I've been making it a point to be very uh, specific about who I want to be in my work. Sure. Um, and this year has been all about like femmes, right? So um, I've really been uh, conscious to put all my attention into that because I feel like I feel like we don't be knowing about each other enough. Sure. I swear, like, ask anybody, name five female producers, and there are five female producers. You just might not know about it. So um, I've been really um, adamant about like looking for that searching for that and um, along the way i found some dope ass artists so i'm very excited to share this project probably next year it'll come out but we'll we might have something earlier than next year but probably next year and, uh, yeah, it'll take a little yeah, yeah, time yeah 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 mm -hmm. I guess sure. um well that's that's awesome and uh wonderful to hear um yeah you're absolutely right um the uh woman and femme artists and producers and creatives of all mediums they are out all here like doing amazing work and uh, you know deserve that recognition absolutely um and uh very exciting to hear that you have such a like intention with with, with centering that for sure i think you have to i think um music is very personal right you can't be um, willy-nilly about um, who you let in into your world because they might not take care of your piece of art. You know what I'm saying? Um, I feel like it's, um, yeah, it, it's, like, it's like anything. Like, you're not going to bring anybody into, you know, Thanksgiving right. or, you know, your birthday. You're not going to invite anybody into your birthday or into your house. So you got to be very specific about who you're going to invite into your house. And, um, and you also got to create this network for yourself, right? So who do you want your your family to be? Who do you want your creative circle to be? Um, and I, I wasn't this careful about it before. Before I was sure. kind of like, okay, you know, let me just get this done. Yeah, and, yeah. and a lot of things have been, you know, sacrificed along the way because of me not being careful with, um, with that. So I mean, grateful grateful yeah. uh to be here now but yeah sure. you, gotta, you just gotta be um careful in the sense of like not warning careful but just caring caring and careful with right yeah yeah exactly like you're absolutely right like just keeping um you know holding such a sacred thing as your artistry um just you know being protective of it you know and uh, um being particular with uh, who you trust with it and whatnot. Um, I think I, I, I kind of went through a similar uh, thing when I first kind of 
infiltrated the creative scene of like, oh, I just want to go out and interview everybody. I want to work with everybody. I want, I want to have these, you know, see these, uh, these events um, with every type of creative from like every different scene, like, which in theory, like hypothetically, that sounds great. But the, the deeper you get into the mechanisms of your creative scene, you will learn some people are not who they say they are. Some people are, you know, can be malicious. Some people aren't very honest or, yeah, I mean, but that, and that, that exists in every scene, definitely. Of course. And, and I don't think it even needs to get to that point. I think it's like, who will better understand me? Right. Yeah. You know, who gets me? Who gets what I'm trying to say? Right. Who, who, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, who, who, do, whose goals align with mine and right. where, yeah, like, where can we, where did, might this opportunity, where might this like open an opportunity to collaborate? Yes, sure. yes, um, but yeah, that's what I've, uh, I feel like I've become more particular with like who I like, you know, want to have on the show, for example, or who we choose to cover on Breaking Entering for that reason too. Um, so um, what have you been, uh, what have you found yourself uh, writing about um, in your music? Mm. I've been writing about things that I hadn't written before. Um, definitely more more vulnerable, but not in the in the way that it's like, oh, like I'm dying, maybe. Um, more so in like a in a because 2020, we've had enough. I mean, we've had fucking enough. Okay, enough now. Stop it, 2020. So I feel like we need a little bit more um, more joy and more. Um, more fun we need to have fun with what we can have fun with so i've been finding a lot of um things that are really painful but maybe turning it into something that is a little bit more lighthearted. so yeah and and a lot of it has to do with my experiences moving to a new state by myself which even though i've moved many times um it's still not easy um for anybody because you know you gotta you're starting over. You you have to create the circle of friends and right. and family up again, and and that's and you miss people and you miss miss places and it, it's it's a lot. Um, it's a lot, you know. Um, so I've been writing a lot about my experiences in my first year, um, in in Atlanta. So I think that's what my my project is ultimately going to be about is just my experience um my first year in Atlanta yeah certainly yeah like um yeah I that being said um I'd love to hear more about just kind of what it's what uh in the year that you've been down there like I'd love to hear more about Atlanta's creative scene and just kind of how you have um acclimated to your new surroundings well, let me tell you, Atlanta. Oh, me. <laughs> um, Atlanta is great. Uh, I love Atlanta. It has welcomed me with open arms. I have so much. I'm so grateful to Atlanta. Um, it's great. The creative scene is very much POC, very much queer. Okay, very awesome. much yes. Uh, let me just preface this by saying there's three prides in Atlanta okay there's regular pride in June there's black pride I think in August or September and then there is um Atlanta pride which is in October 
So, okay, we got, we got Lots of a lot of different things going on and it's great. It's saucy, it's juicy. So there's a lot of culture there. Um, especially I feel like the, the black community has created this amazing, well, they call it black Mecca. So they've created, um, this amazing, uh, cultural, like revolution. I feel like, I don't even know what it is, but it just, it's, it's, it's incredibly authentic and incredibly juicy and saucy. Um, and you can, you can just feel that when you're there. So that has inspired me a lot because, um, it, you, it, it's just, it's just there. Um, right now, I am fully trying to immerse myself in the artist artistic community because um, with this nonprofit, Matriarch Society, shout out to them. Yes. Um, and yeah, so basically what we're doing is we're trying to create a network of women and femme queer music people, right? So um obviously like artists, musicians, but also like entertainment lawyers and um, publicists and um, graphic designers and videographers and all these different things, um, as long as you are a femme or a woman in Atlanta. So um, we've had so much fun making this happen before the quarantine and everything. We were doing like, um, like kind of like jam sessions or studio sessions where we would just put a bunch of instruments and computers and microphones and just bring a bunch of women in and femmes and just see what happens. And we've created some dope songs, which will be released soon. We have one in the works that's gonna be actually uh, from those sessions. It's gonna be released soon. Um, so yeah, um, I. I love the Atlanta creative scene. It's it's been nothing but great. Oh, that's so exciting. That's that's awesome. Um, I'm happy to I'm happy that to hear that you know you've um, like uh, found yourself in it with that um, awesome community of um, femme and queer people. Um, so, um, is it entirely Atlanta based? The, the matriarch right now it is um we want to expand and probably milwaukee will be the next city to Please. be honest um but yeah it is an atlanta-based um uh nonprofit, and yeah besides you know creating a network of, of of people who are in those categories we also just want to help um women and femmes just be able to succeed in in the industry you know it's it's just such a gender gap between the two like i worked at a bar before um covid and we would have like artist showcases there and let me tell you that shit was like 90 percent men and then that 10 percent was split between people in the audience, like women in the audience, and then like a little bit left from that 10% was actual performers. And and honestly, like no cap, like the women oftentimes were like, like incredible, like yeah. fucking amazing. And it's like, wow, like, it's not that women are not there. It's just like, we're just not aware of each other, right? Yeah. 
So, um, so yeah. The platform, the platforming has been is disproportionate. It is, it is, and you know we're right now conducting a study, uh, and we're we're asking a bunch of women in Atlanta like about their experiences, and we've seen some crazy shit like. Um, one of our questions is about like studios, studio spaces and home studios. And like a crazy amount of, of, of women are like, yeah, the first time that I met up with this producer, um, it was at his home studio. I didn't know that it was at his home studio. And it's a person that I'm meeting for the first time. Like that, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, that is, yeah. that paired with the fact that like another of the questions was like have you ever been like uh sexually harassed in the studio and like 90 percent so far we're at, these are not solid numbers because we're still asking but so sure. far it's like a crazy amount like 90 percent have said that they have experienced that of course yeah, you know what i'm saying and it's just crazy you know um <laughs> i've had personal experiences of showing up to the studio and the the person that I'm paying, okay, with my money is not even looking at me in the eye, is not even like asking me or listening to me when I'm when I have notes or suggestions about the song that I wrote that I'm paying for. You know, and they they look at my friend who who's a guy friend and they, they're talking to him. I'm like, hello? Like right. no, like so I'm just trying to uh, cut the bullshit in the studio and actually get to work, you know, and not have to deal with all this other shit. Absolutely. Well, yeah. No, yeah. Like, fuck all of that, that shit. Like, I'm so glad, like, you're talking about it and taking, you know, an active, like, stance on curving it. Yeah. Like, um, good for you. And uh, obviously, I mean, all of society but you know it's important to talk about it on from the sphere of creative and music and art of all kinds like the just the patriarchal influence like you know um it's been you know it's being challenged more than ever right now and rightfully so and uh love to see that like i mean some of the the most unique and awesome and talented and uh, um just most insightful artists that i've ever had the pleasure of seeing hearing um working with have been women or femmes in here in milwaukee and uh, like and i like and it, it like i we have been seeing like you know a, a, a direct challenge of like you know bills that are all like a bunch of white dudes and bands that like you know all night like we've been sh we've been I, I, I'm proud to see that like that has been getting acknowledged and addressed and shifting now like we're getting a lot more um, women and femme artists like you know headlining shows and uh, being spotlighted and recognized like rather than being like you know um subordinated um and i yeah and like i really hope that uh, i'm excited for um your nonprofit to um allocate its its mission and its resources to milwaukee because um yeah it, it sounds wonderful so thank you thank you you're, you're very welcome <laughs> um <laughs> well and uh please uh 
send uh, your EPR way at Breaking Entering. We'd love to uh, get it on the site. I, you've an incredible voice. So thank you. very excited to hear. Yay, thank you. I can't wait. I honestly, I can't wait to share this shit. Oh, like, yeah. I just cannot wait because like, I, we, it's been such a long time coming a long time i mean since fucking age 12 that i've been writing this shit and now finally being able to work on it seriously work on it um i just can't wait to release it so that i can breathe and then continue to make more stuff totally how are you doing and how have you been navigating you know the quarantine especially as a creative like has it felt sense to be creating right now or has it not Obviously, artists are kind of going either way. Some, some people feel like they can't bring themselves to create right now, and others are more inspired than ever right now, too. I'd love to hear how you have been navigating everything. Yeah, let me tell you something. At the beginning of the quarantine, all these artists were like, let me do a live show and this and that and this and that, which mad respect. But And everybody was like, oh, my gosh, you should do this. You should do that. And, and, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I want to but I can't. I'm telling you, I made a lineup of songs that I was going to perform. I like practiced. I rehearsed. I did a rehearsal video. And then I just couldn't, I, I just couldn't get myself to do it. Um, that it was just too much for me. I had to take a full break from everything artistic and just be a person, man. Just fucking exist. Um, I, 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 like many other people lost my job, you know, so figuring that out at that point, I was also figuring out where to live. Cause I was moving from one house to another in Atlanta. And, um, yeah, I mean, I just had to take a few months to just be, um, and then that's when the quarantine hit. And then when the whole George Floyd, uh, murder happened, I was honestly just focused on fucking helping. You know what I'm saying? Just um, so getting a good fight. J just doing whatever I could. So no, I honestly did not create. I did not create. I did not feel creative. I did not want to do anything. I just wanted to be helpful and just figure shit out. Totally. So I actually didn't start getting creative until. Um, quite recently like I feel like maybe one or two months ago I started actually like okay let me you know the unemployment checks hit okay yeah right yeah hell yeah <laughs> and it's I was like okay I have studio money now yeah. let yeah. me see what I can come up with so um so yeah like literally unemployment checks hit and and I was like, okay, let me just put this money to, to you. And let me just, uh, just make some music, just record some music. Um, I've been focusing a lot on matriarch, of course. I feel like that's honestly the best way that I can help at this point is by just uplifting, um, creatives, uh, and, and, and spe specifically black creatives, um, and people of color creatives. But yeah, like, I feel like that's the way that I can help right now. So we've been going hard with the matriarch stuff, um, getting everything in order, paperwork, all that good stuff. So that's that's kind of the last two months. But the, honestly, the first, most of 
this COVID and everything else going on, I've just been <laughs> surviving. Yeah. And just trying to be with my people, you know, be with my circle of friends, my family, my girlfriend, and just hold each other and just, you know, uplift each other. Yeah, absolutely. And, and yeah, I couldn't even think about, you know, like at first, you know, yeah, when quarantine first hit, like when it was like the whole shutdowns and everything, like it all just felt so confusing and empty and you're kind of just like, what the hell is going on in the world? When George Floyd happened, um, that especially, like I couldn't even, I couldn't even think about like doing anything else but being out in the streets as much as possible. And um, and it was wonderful to see like a lot of, you know, the folks I would work with normally, like in the music scene or whatever, were out there too, um, recognizing that. Right. And um, and yet again, this week, no justice for Alvin Cole. Right. Um, and it's fucking, it's just deplorable. And uh, we're going to keep getting out in the streets and fighting and, um, you know, not until like justice is served at every corner but i think in the last couple months like you know similar to you like i did find more room to start getting back into the realm of creativeness and also just a lot people have a lot to say right now um and it's important to you know uh provide that platform so that folks can you know say what they need to say and uh share what they're going through right now. And, and that being said, that's actually my last question here is how can folks support Matriarch? Um, donate, donate and share, like follow Matriarch, share it with your women, femme and queer music people. Like just share it with them because ultimately what we wanna do is help y'all, you know, like that's what we wanna do. So if pe more people know about it, more people can, be helped be assisted in whatever way that they need and donate please please donate so that we can make these things happen right now we um we want a physical studio space for us to be able to for anybody to come in and, and create their music and and do that and not pay hundreds and hundreds of dollars and you know um yeah donate share follow um that 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 would be great Hell yeah. I, I'll be posting a link. Um, great, great. Yeah. Um, assuming y'all have a website right now or? Yes, yes. Okay, fantastic. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Solana, for joining me today to talk about your artistry, talk about your nonprofit, and uh, having real conversations about, um, uh, about social issues and gaps in the music scene and you know in the world in general uh i appreciate you uh sharing your your thoughts about everything and um yeah uh, i'm excited to hear uh, what you have uh thank you so much for having me and um yeah letting me talk about all this shit um you know hey, everyone's got to talk their shit right now Yes, absolutely. And you know, for any men that are listening to this, I love y'all menses, but just please look at girls in the eye, you know, look at each other in the eye, man. Like, I feel like if people looked at each other in the eye more, they'll be less disrespectful, you know, so just look at each other in the eye, man. Just 
just just be nice to each other and shit. Yeah. Um, yes, co-signed. Oh co-signed. yeah. Um, what keeps you up at night? Ooh, what keeps me up at night? Right now, the cold weather. Okay. And um, what else keeps me up at night? Man, that fucking uh, that we still haven't figured out how to provide justice for Brianna Taylor. That fucking keeps me up at night. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, that keeps me up at night as well. Uh, what puts you to sleep? What puts me to sleep? Okay, the other day I was watching a nature documentary and it was like the ocean. It was like nice music. I fell asleep on site like immediately. So that puts me to sleep. That oh, and is... also like, and also just like our president talking in general, like, and also keeps me up at night. It's both. It's both for me. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I saw a tweet recently that was like, I just, after the debate, is that I discover three men talking at the same time is like my least favorite noise in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, yeah, that, that, that was, a, that was an hour of my life I will never get back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, well, once again, thank you so much, Lana, um, for joining me today. For everyone watching, um, be sure to support Matriarch. Uh, we will be posting a link so you can donate and spread the word. Uh, we look forward to hearing what Solana has uh, in the chamber. Um, excited for her debut project. We love to see it. Thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time. Thank you.